Welcome to Introverts Own Your Voice. I'm Tom Marcoux. And I'm Johan McLeod. This episode is Secrets for Your Courage and Freedom from Rejection Trouble. Joanna, when was a time that you felt rejected and it cost you real trouble? There was a time when I suggested something to a friend and they said no. Now that's an interesting detail there, Joanna. When they said no, it could be all about their story. Mm-hmm. They might not be rejecting either your idea or you mm-hmm. as a person, mm-hmm. but they might be melting down next to you, <laughs> which is a situation that happens a lot in modern life because mm-hmm. we're all really impacted by too much to do. Mm-hmm. And many of us just really feel on the very edge of falling off because we feel so overwhelmed. Yes. So the idea here is we're talking about freedom from rejection trouble. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to reframe every time you feel rejected and say, oh, that wasn't a rejection. No, you might have some serious, tough, bumpy times where it seems like, let's say you're offering something. Like I work with people who are really stretching themselves, people who are making a pitch because they are raising millions of dollars to make a new company, mm-hmm. to create something new in the world. Startup companies, startup founders are doing this. Mm-hmm. I also work with people who have a company that they just started or they're maybe they hit a slump or something like that. And maybe they're an engineering type. So they really haven't trained in how to do selling or what I prefer to call enrolling. Oh. So rejection is a thing that is awful if it paralyzes you. Mm-hmm. But rejection can be something that you can reframe, that is change your relationship to it. Mm-hmm. Or it could be something that you can be strong enough and have courage to say, oh, yeah, all right, I know I can predict it. I'm going to need to talk to 15 people before I get a yes. I can't wait until you tell us how to reframe all that. All right. Well, how we're going to do it is we're going to use the idea of a referee. You know, mm. in a game, the referee says, okay, that's in, that's out. You lose points for this. A referee basically identifies things. Uh-huh. So I'm going to bring it down to the word ref. That's the nickname for a referee. Mm-hmm. R-E-F. And R, as you would guess, starts with reframe Mm, mm -hmm. to no match and next (laughs) so the idea here is that we already kind of with our conversation joanna hinted at that sometimes people say no to you not because of you or the product or the offering or you as a person or any of that kind of stuff they are saying no because they're having a meltdown. They're having a private meltdown next to you. Oh, you don't know what can be in their life. Is what exactly. You don't know if they had an argument with their spouse that morning mm-hmm. and they can't take it out on the spouse. So they take it out on you. Or somebody could be having a real tough time trying to take care of an elderly family member mm-hmm. and they have no space mm-hmm. for anything else. Yeah. Their attention is full. So they say, look, I'm not interested. Goodbye. Click. And it's like, wow, that seemed rude, but it wasn't really about you at all. So what we do is we say, reframe to no match. There was no match there. Mm -hmm. Even if you know in your heart that this thing you're offering, or let's say you were doing a pitch, you know that this investor in front of you has invested in similar startup companies. Mm -hmm. But if they're going through a divorce, they may be no match at this moment. So you come back around maybe two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Tom, I need you to be more clear on what you mean by no match. No match actually applies like three different ways. One is definitely they're not a match for your offering. That could be that they can't afford it mm-hmm. or they have no interest in it. Mm-hmm. But no match could mean temporary no match, mm-hmm. meaning they're not in the mood. 
Mm-hmm. They don't want to talk to you now. Mm-hmm. They don't have the energy. Mm-hmm. They have a crisis, a health crisis in their own body or in a family member. Mm-hmm. So they're no match. Mm-hmm. The thing is, there are some people who are no match. Some people have a long cell cycle. I've had clients who came to me. They were in the middle of somebody else's program. Mm-hmm. It didn't turn out the way they needed it to. Mm-hmm. And then they remember their conversation with me and they go, wait a minute. What he was talking about really makes sense for me. Uh-huh. But now I'm free of that other program. So no match can mean a lot of things. But the most important thing is we're reframing it is not, I'm doing something wrong. I'm not good at sales. We're reframing it away from that stuff. Mm-hmm. And now we say no match and next. You see, reframe to no match and next, mm-hmm. which is temporarily for this person here, next. Mm. And it's very important. I have a phrase that I've taught my clients and audiences. If you have one and you lose one, it's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. If you have 20 and you lose one, it's just a step. Oh, wow. Meaning, when I say if you have 20, I mean if you have 20 prospects. Mm-hmm. If you're working on 20 different people at the same time, and if you lose one of them, you don't melt down. It's mm-hmm. the same idea if you had an opportunity, let's say you wanted to be on podcasts. If you were only working on one podcast and they said no to you, it's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. But if you were talking to 20 different podcast hosts of these programs, and one or two of them said, oh, nope, not a match. You go, all right, fine. I got 18 other people to talk to. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to E. Examine, predict, and reduce no's. See, for many of us who are out there, have our own business, or we're doing something that a startup founder is doing, which is raising capital, mm-hmm. doing the fundraising process, we have to get to the point of every time we have an interaction with someone who could say yes to us and they say no, we need to examine what happened there. Mm. Oh, I didn't come across as confident. Oh, I wasn't clear. See, I'm right in the middle of finishing up a book, my 48th book. Oh, wow. And this is about convince investors to fund you. And one of the things that always happens with investors is they're going to say, what's your traction? Mm -hmm. And when they mean by traction, what have you proved? Do people actually want this thing you're talking about? Mm -hmm. Have you tested it? Has there been a focus group? Do Mm -hmm. we know anything? Is there any data that backs up that what you're doing is viable? Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. If you keep on getting the same question, like what's your traction, you've got to examine it. You've got to predict how you're going to answer it. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to predict what becomes an answer that works for people. And finally, by doing that, you can reduce the number of no's you get. In order for you to predict if someone will say yes instead of no, you have to examine again. Mm -hmm. That's why E of REF is examine, predict, reduce no's. So what you want to do is you want to augment everything that works towards the yes. Mm -hmm. And you want to eliminate the distractions that create no. For example, I work with people who are raising money for a startup company. Mm -hmm. One of the tools we use is called a slide deck that is a series of let's say eight or nine slides and an investor will say send me your slide deck it either works with the very first slide and they're going oh this is interesting i think i'm going to say yes to this right from the beginning or it doesn't work Mm -hmm. remember e stands for examine predict and reduce no's Mm -hmm. so if you keep on getting no's with your slide deck if you're trying to raise money as a startup founder then you got to change that first slide Mm -hmm. now if you're giving a pitch verbally in front of a group of 20 or 200. If right at the beginning you're looking at people's faces and you say a certain couple sentences and you don't have them engaged, Mm -hmm. you got to change that too. Mm -hmm. You examine it, 
you predict that, oh, that doesn't work, or, oh, that did work. Mm -hmm. And then you reduce the number of no's. That's how you get to the reduce the no's. Now, there's a lot of people who say, I don't like selling. Or there's a lot of people who say, I'm an engineering type. I'm not good at this presentation pitch stuff. Mm -hmm. You can become good if you have a coach who says, keep this, throw that other stuff out. Mm -hmm. We need to reduce the no's. But the point that I emphasize over and over again with audiences, whether I'm in Thailand or New York or Silicon Valley, California, I keep saying, you got to get the yes from the beginning. Why? Because people do this thing which is called rapid cognition. It's also known as thin slicing. They take a little bit of info and they decide right away, am I in or am I out? So you have to examine it. Now, this takes us to the F of REF, which is focus. Focus. Those people who say they're no good at sales or they say they're not good at doing a pitch for startup, they're probably not focusing. I always talk about the power of three. If you're feeling overwhelmed, oh, I'm trying to pursue 20 people because I don't want to have just one person because I don't want to make it a tragedy. Mm -hmm. Bring it down to your top three. Your intuition will tell you. Mm -hmm. I'm always asking my clients, all right, who are the top three most likely people who will say yes to you? Let's concentrate on them. Mm. Focus. Mm -hmm. Steve Jobs said that he wasn't just proud of what they accomplished over there at Apple. He was proud of what was so-so or okay projects that they let go. Focus, focus, focus is not just about what you choose to do. It's about what you choose not to do. Mm, Let that stuff mm -hmm. out of here. Power of three. Also power of three. If you know, this goes back to E, examine, predict, reduce Mm no's. If you know that certain objections or let's say resistance, I prefer to say resistance. Objection sounds like it's a hill you have to climb over. Mm. Resistance is just a natural thing. We all do this resistance stuff where people just push back against new ideas Mm -hmm. or something that's unusual. So if you're getting some resistance, then you say, if they say this, then I say A or B or C. Power of three again, A, B, or C. So that's the power of three. And then you think about the power of three in terms of focus on what you need to do today. What are the top three things I need to do today? Mm -hmm. What's most important? So, for example, let's say I'm talking with someone and they really could use what I do as spoken word strategist and executive coach. Well, one of the top three things to do probably the next day is to follow up with that person because I already can tell from our first conversation that they're starting to get energized towards meeting someone like me. Now, here's one thing that I always remember. Long ago, a friend of Henry Ford burst into his office and said, how could you do that? And Henry Ford says, do what? Get insurance with that other guy. You know, I'm your friend and I'm doing insurance coverage. And Henry Ford said, you didn't ask me. And so the idea here is focus on the people you got to go ask. Mm -hmm. They're not going to call you up and say, oh, I need what you're offering. Or, oh, I want to invest in your thing. If you don't go and ask them saying, so how's it going? Are you leaning towards being one of our advisors? Or are you leaning more towards investing? Mm Mm-hmm. And you ask them Mm -hmm. what's going on with them. Mm -hmm. Or you might ask them this. And this is part of focusing. These kind of questions that I help my clients rehearse. In order for you to know that it's a match to invest in my startup company, what has to happen? Mm -hmm. Let them coach you on how to get them enrolled in doing what you want them to do. Mm -hmm. It's all about focus. So at this point, it's a good time for a Marku moment. That's when I share an excerpt from one of my 47 books up on Amazon. The book we're sharing today is 
The Writer's Solution, Crush Your Self-Doubt. Subtitle is, Quiet Down Fear, Write Fast, Write Well, and Make Money Every Month. Now, the reason why I'm sharing this book, The Writer's Solution, Crush Your Self-Doubt, is that there's a number of us who need to focus on the most valuable clients. And they need to know that you are an expert. And the fastest way for them to know that you're an expert is for you to have a book. Mm. But you need to focus on your top clients. For example, I just mentioned that my next book coming out is called Convince Investors to Fund You. Being focused is important to make sure that you are reaching your best clients. In this book, The Writer's Solution, Crush Your Self-Doubt, I am focusing on things to help you get the work done. I mentioned that I deal with fear and on page 20, I talk about that I have a criteria for excellence for each book. And that is, I need to answer these three vital questions. Am I telling the truth? Can this help someone? Can I express this in a brief and clear way? Mm -hmm. Now, if you're writing a book, and if you can answer yes to those questions, are you telling the truth? Great. That's value. They need that. Can this help someone? Can I express this in a brief and clear way? That is helping you. And in fact, it says here on page 20, another Good question is, am I focusing on serving my target market? Mm. So when you think about what book you would bring out, you're thinking very specifically, what do they need? What are their problems? Mm -hmm. What do they want? So this book, The Writer's Solution, Crush Your Self-Doubt, is for writing nonfiction. Primarily. Yes. I mean, there's a little section in there about writing fiction, but primarily this book is about writing non-fiction. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, it is filled with systems. Systems help you overcome doubt. Systems help you overcome inertia. There are really great quotes in here from best-selling authors to help mm -hmm. you move forward and learn how do they do it. For example, here's a quote from writer Toni Morrison. If you want to fly, you have to give up the things that weigh you down. Mm. So that's very powerful. There's even a phrase for me where I say, to stand out, find out what you stand for. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. And that's why this is relevant to our conversation. Mm -hmm. You need to focus and you need to make sure that for many of us, having a book that demonstrates that you're an expert is what will make sure that you face a lot fewer no's. Mm -hmm. Basically, your book helps you get a lot of yeses mm -hmm. because people are already primed to know that you're an expert and that you help people. In fact, it's very valuable within your book to have case studies about how you've already helped people. And people go, oh, I'd like to have that. Mm -hmm. So, Joanna, I'm curious. What do you want to keep from this conversation? I think focusing on one thing or another is what I really find valuable. Excellent. Yes, we shared the idea of the power of three. Focus on the top three prospective clients. Mm -hmm. Focus on the top three. Focus on the top three things that you can do today that will gain the most value. And remember, the idea of having courage is about having enough energy. And you have more energy if you face fewer no's. Mm -hmm. By making sure that you examine how do you pitch? How do you do the sales or enrollment conversation? Mm -hmm. How do you make this so that you have examined what works and you've removed what doesn't and then you can predict what the person will ask you and you're ready for that? Mm -hmm. And then finally, you will get yes more often and that will raise up your energy and that will certainly make the idea of rejection 
just a quiet voice in the background.、Mm. Thank you, Joanna. Thank you, Tom. We're glad that you got to hear this message. And often, I'm able to help people in other ways. For example, they ask, "Tom, what is it that you do?" And I reply, "I'm Tom Arku, spoken word strategist and executive coach. I help people really connect and get yes. I help them with their speeches, pitches, video marketing." And networking. My background as a feature film director means for decades I have helped people pull out their best performance. And you can find me at getthebigyes.com. For articles and videos, go to getthebigyes.com. Also, visit yourbodysoulandprosperity.com. We're glad that you heard this broadcast, and we invite you to click to subscribe. And then you'll be supporting me and Joanna and our message. And so now remember, introverts can show their best self with strategy. I'm Joanna McLeod. I'm Tom Marcuth. Thank you. Be well. Bye.